When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You Jake Sully? I'd like to talk to you about a fresh start on a new world. You'd be making a difference. I became a Marine for the hardship. I told myself I can pass any test a man can pass. All I ever wanted was a single thing worth fighting for. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not in Kansas anymore. You are on Pandora. You should see your faces. We have an indigenous population called the Nabi. They are very hard to kill. This is why we're here. Because this little gray rock sells for 20 million a kilo. Their village happens to be resting on the richest deposit and they need to relocate. Those savages are threatening our whole operation. We're on the brink of war and you're supposed to be finding a diplomatic solution. You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. What's going on, man? Fan, it's good to be here with you. You got Brian and Richard in the mix. Uh, we're, we're down a man this week. He's in Mexico, but not. Not, not like good Mexico. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. on the run, um, and so we wish him. Nail scheme, yeah. He has an elaborate uh, kind of El Chapo esque tunnel sy- syndrome uh, system, rather that he's hopefully will help. So, um, but uh, best of luck, Kent. Best Stay of hard, luck, <laughs> Tunnel Nation, Tunnel Strong. Um, how's it going, man? How are you? I'm good, buddy. I'm good. We're recording this at kind of a weird uh, time. No can't, so there's no rules. Yeah. Um, we can can do whatever we I'm want. I'm like uh, just ripped on Coke right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm going to balance it out because I just have a massive injection of heroin. Good. So cool. Hopefully, I'll even make it through, you know? Or hopefully, um, yeah, you won't, you know? <laughs> one way or the other, it's good. You go out talking to Avatar, that's the way you like to say. I didn't think of that this way. I kind of <laughs> always knew it would. Good man. Well, yeah, we're here. We're here talking a little, a little Avatar, the first of seven <laughs> Avatar films, an upcoming podcast. So that's exciting, right? Yeah, can't can't wait. Can uh, for- question for you because I actually don't remember. I don't expect you to either. But this is right in the pocket where I saw most movies with you during this time period. Did we see mm. this together? We did not see this okay. together. Um, I don't think I saw this. Let's just get into it. I I saw this a bunch of times in theaters. Yeah. Because, and I'm, I imagine that it was sort of a similar deal for you. Um, this is like a, one of the handful of movies in my life where you would run into like different groups of friends and they would say, hey, I heard Avatar is really great. We're going to go see it tonight. Do you want to go see it? And you would be like, yeah, it's fine. I'm sure I'll, I'll go do that again. It just, it, yeah, it stayed at number one for like seven weeks and that feels like, it feels correct given my own experience with the movie of how many times it was. It's like this, 
Um, I think Titanic was probably that way, but I was still a little bit under yeah. the, the the age for that. Like we we weren't driving. Me and my friends weren't driving at that time. Sixth Sense was big like that. It was you would constantly have people be like, "Hey, we're going to see Sixth Sense. Do you want to go see it tonight?" And you're like, "I've already seen it like three times, four times." Like, yeah, sure, I'll hang out. You know, yeah. um, the. Force Awakens was that way a little bit too. So there's just, there haven't been a whole lot of movies like that. But yeah, this was one that I went to see probably opening weekend. And then, uh, like maybe the next weekend had a, a buddy who is home from, from deployment or whatever. And he was like, Hey, I heard this movie's great. You know, yeah, sure. And then two days later, another, it just kind of kept going. But I don't think we saw this one together. I think, I think the next year was when we started seeing okay. a lot of movies together. Um, Cause this was same year as like, um, oh, wasn't this same year as as it might get loud or something like that? Anyway, yeah. I, I'm not, I'll, I'll look that stuff yeah. up. I can't remember totally, but I think yeah. I think so. Cause I remember I got it might get loud on DVD that Christmas of this yes. year. Yes. Okay. So this was out. this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This was the year that I was da- I was dating my wife before we got married. Okay. So um, there was a whole bunch of movies. No, that's not right. This was the year that I got married. So. Okay, sorry. Um, I totally took a. No, that's what. We, there, but, no, I think it's yeah. important that we talk about that. Where, the movie, <laughs> right. where this yeah. movie fell in our specific <laughs> lives and who we were dating or not right. dating at that moment. Right. I think that's right. a good direction. Who to was take your the best bus. friend yeah. in two thousand nine? My jump shot was locked during this period too. Yeah. It felt good. Yeah, kind of just knew. You know, just the confidence <laughs> is half of it. Mm, just Steph Curry and turn around. Yeah, as it's up in the air. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that's basically my. Comment if you want to wrap this up and grade it out. Uh, <laughs> B plus. Here we go. <laughs> Jump shot A plus. Um, <laughs> no, this was, yeah, for sure. This was like, um, there's something specific about this. It, it, you know, it's so funny. I've been watching the, the trailers, obviously, for the new one on TV, and it just looks ridiculous. And uh, it looks like a bad video game, kind of. I keep looking at it going, why didn't they just not animate this? It looks like an animated movie, like all the stuff. But I do remember thinking the same thing and then seeing this in the theater where it's supposed to be seen and being like, you know, seeing all that depth and texture mm-hmm. and everything as, and that your even televisions now, or at least mine in 2022 can't really capture. Um, and being really blown away by this as a theatrical experience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was not, like totally blown away at the plot in the moment. It seemed it was kind of paint by numbers, but I don't know. If, it's mm-hmm. not bad. I mean, it's not like it's um, like even like cringy, poorly written or anything. There's a few moments, but it's just kind of like very basic. We'll see as this mm-hmm. world grows and there's more, um, more to experience within the world with these sequels. If that, if that changes, if it's not as formulaic, uh, but that's not really the point. The point was like, Oh my gosh, like this is, I feel really transported, you know, in a way that even something like Avengers or something could never do. So I remember coming out of this, I think I saw it twice, maybe once in theaters. Mm -hmm. And then I had not seen it until um, last week, getting ready for this podcast um, in the, in subsequent years. So I, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. but I I definitely saw it, I think twice. And it was, it was one of those ago. That was, that was really cool. I remember a few different times with that. I remember, (laughs) um, being a kid and going to uh, the Paradise Valley Mall in in the mm-hmm. in Arizona, shouts, <laughs> and uh, they were like the first place I ever saw like actual VR. Um, okay. and this was like you know probably ninety four, um, mm-hmm. 
and like you got these little booze and they put the helmet and stuff on you and it was so heavy and everything but then you got you know it responded and you walked around this world and all that stuff and you, I think it was some kind of shooting game or something. I remember being mm-hmm. it like kind of tricked my brain a little bit, you know. And I remember sure. I hadn't felt like that till this. Like it just the what it did to your to the eyes um, with the what it did with three D um, really changed. It was just really impressive and, and incredible. So that that was kind of my thoughts coming out yeah. of it. And then totally forgot what I remembered. It was kind of a Dances with Wolves plot, mm-hmm. and I remember yeah. Sam Worthington was kind of wooden, and that's like it until I rewatched this and, and it was pretty much the same. Uh, yeah but uh yeah it's it's a real i I mean first time around for me i I mean i was fully caught up in the spectacle of it It was just such a like a experience of being in the theater and the 3d for the first time i'm sure i had seen a 3d movie before that but that was the first one where you were like holy crap like this is how you could actually use this technology this this yeah. this movie is benefiting from 3D not just yeah. like using it as a gimmick sure. necessarily looks incredible and and it's big and the action set pieces are huge and and everything looks great visually and everything and then you know it's like a week later you're like i mean wasn't that great yeah. but it was really a great experience and there's something to be said for that um it's it 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 handles that incredibly well. And, and that's, I think that's the stuff that James Cameron usually does, does best. In some ways, this is like in the most James Cameron ways, this is his best and worst movie. Yeah. It's just like a very interesting thing to go back on and, and watch, uh, you know, whatever, 12 or 13 years later. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, <laughs> it, it it's, it's the James Cameron thing of where he disappears for years and, and becomes kind of, and all you hear is insufferable stories about him, et cetera. And then some of which are out of his own mouth. And then, um, and then he makes something that everyone says he couldn't do. And then he does it and it's great. You know, mm-hmm. it's we'll see. I mean, I'm kind of a naysayer on needing five more of these, but I think his track record, <laughs> if anyone's going to do it and do it well, it'll be him. Sure. sure. What does this do? I mean, with the context now of knowing that there's at least two more of these after, Golden Way of the Water, which is coming imminently as we as we record this, um, that somehow it somehow snuck. It seems like that's been coming for years. It's finally here. Um, <laughs> right. What does this movie do in terms of world building that that we could that we could that that maybe could warrant sequels? Is there more to explore here that you, that you felt wanting or interested in or anything coming out of this? You know, it's an interesting question because I went to see this in like September with Coop um, yeah. took Coop to see was like, if we're going to watch this before we see the sequel, we might as well go and, and do the 3d. I was going to say, was it 3d and, and glasses and all yeah. the whole thing? Cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That, and that was, a, that was the whole thought. It was like, I, this movie's not great. Um, but it, it like I said, it is a great experience. He'll have a blast with yeah. it. So if we're going to watch the movie, then we might as well do it that way. And, um, and so we did. And, and it was cool, but I had the exact same feeling like I th- that that I'd had previously. I like walked out saying, "Man, that was a great experience," and then was like, "But I don't know that I need to do it again." Yeah, like and and, and I don't know There's that more I need water, to do it though, four so. or five times. Yeah, exactly. I I don't. Um, I'm a bit cynical to this whole thing, not because. Well, let me let me. There's two sides of it to me. It's. I understand that if there's money to be made, then corporations and are going to try to make the money, you know? So I'm from a 
does this need to exist standpoint? I would say no, but there's a lot of movies that don't right. need to exist and, and they make lots of money and that's the whole point. So I get it. Um, I'm not, I, I guess I would say I'm interested to see what he's going to do, but I'm not dying for more of these the way I usually am when I walk out of a star Wars movie or a Marvel movie or a good Batman movie or X-Men movie or something like that. It it's, there's some curiosity. This, this is what you and I and, and Kent, I think, have said for a long time. As long as this, this show has been running and this plan for a whole bunch of sequels has been going, it's, um, I'm kind of going to be surprised if there ends up being more than three of these. Yeah. I think that I'm not sure that there is enough to go back, uh, to go back to the well on essentially to keep pumping four or five hundred million dollars into, each of these things, especially as I think we, we expect it will have, it almost could not, not have diminishing returns from the first one. Cause it made $3 billion. Right. So the second one, even, even if the second one is, is in that like vaunted club that that's, you know, the $200 billion club, that's still going to be, oof, that's yeah. a little bit less than maybe we, we were thinking. And, billion, yeah. and does the interest stick there for the third one and, and, and beyond, um, I, I don't know, man. It's um, it's an interesting idea to go underwater, but I do, I do wonder. After watching Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, I, I kind of wonder, um, maybe water people look stupid. I don't know. Like this might not. This might be tough on the eyes for for three hours, and then and then we see where we go. So I don't know. To answer your question, I. I'm interested to see what he's going to do, but there's a definite world where I'm 15 minutes in and I think, mm, nope, this is not really very interesting. It's it's kind of of a this feels more of a money grab or a look what the technology can do than it does feel like um, a cool movie that I'm super interested yeah. in. I will say, I mean, I was a, a same. I had the same thought of I think this will coming into it I can't, I, and I don't think it'll surpass the three billion dollar mark that mm-hmm. its predecessor did but I, I think I was um, a little down and out on this in terms of making I didn't think the interest was there but as we've gotten closer to it it is that thing of a lot of people asking me about it and you start going oh okay well maybe the Twitter bubble that we live in in terms of movies that you and I are in you know maybe maybe there's more mm-hmm. broader interest which I of course knew on some level, but I'm I'm going. Oh, this might be really huge again this time. I don't know about in two more years when they make a third one, mm-hmm. because there's not that twelve year, thirteen year wait. Mm-hmm. But I have had a lot of people. I have I call it kind of the Netflix effect, where like because you and I do the show and Kent does the show, we have all these streaming services and we see so much stuff in theaters. It's all kind of the same to us. Mm-hmm. And there was a period. It might be changing a bit now, but there was a period where like. The only time I ever got asked about stuff was like really B level Netflix movies um, from people. I'm like, oh, have you seen this? Oh, you're in the movies. Have you seen- what do you think of this? And I'm like, why would you pick that? And then I start going, oh, everyone has Netflix. So like mm-hmm. everyone, that's their mm-hmm. their scope. It's just huge. And to a lot of people that don't watch a ton of stuff, like we don't, uh, or like we do rather, um, mm-hmm. that's what they go to. They just like go to the Netflix homepage and watch whatever it tells them to watch and. Um, you know, the, the little, you know, thrillers and things that they do that you, that you, I think the movie going, the movie nerds of the world think of really B level product is like our big releases to a lot of people. And 
This mm-hmm. is like Avatar is a macro culture event where like people are are already asking, have we you know have we gone to a screening of this? What how was it? Very curious about it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if that lasts uh, much more, but um, but I I do think uh, for this one I do think it'll be a pretty pretty big release, um, bigger than anything we've seen in a while. Um, but but the the question is to your to your point in terms of of making money. What what does mm-hmm. its week six look like? Is that anything like yeah. <laughs> um, Avatar's original? Is that's that's where right. the the real money right. is? Yeah, I think I think there is real curiosity. I, maybe I'm projecting because I just kind of said this is how I feel, but that's that's the vibe that I get from most people that I talk to about it. Is there's some curiosity about? Okay, we're going back to this. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be interesting? Is it going to blow me away the way the first movie did? Um, all that kind of stuff. I, I I guess I would I'm would be happy to be. I would like I genuinely would like nothing more for this than for we're sitting here next week just being like, gosh, this ruled! Like, what a great time this was! What a fun um, you know movie going experience this was! All that kind of thing. My guess is that it's more likely to be a. It was fine, but it was kind of disappointing kind of vibe that we're going to maybe not just us, but like the general public. I I would be very surprised if this is number one in three weeks, four weeks, seven weeks, whatever. And and maybe that's just an indicator of like how the world has changed over the last 13 years, but also maybe is an indicator of I think it's going to have a huge opening weekend and people are going to be very because people are very curious about it. But I would I would be surprised I think if the word of mouth was anywhere near as strong as, as it was first time around. And that's where it starts to impact your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh movie, you know, down. Yeah. Plus there's just so much stuff now people can watch. Yeah. I mean, this is a pre Netflix. I mean, Netflix existed, but at this point it was essentially a, still a DVD in the mail company Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. starting to slowly transition into streaming. But now, you know, Mm-hmm. If it, it it was still the thing of oh, <laughs> people kind of it's not that things were really boring and we lived in um, frontier times or anything, but it there was a lot of things where people would go see movies because there was nothing to do, and I do think that audience is pretty much gone. Sure, it's like, I don't know what yeah. to do tonight. Well, I could go spend ten dollars and see Avatar. Mm-hmm. That was that right. I've heard that's cool. Now it's mm-hmm. I don't know what to do tonight. Let me click a button and see fifty movies <laughs> that just came out this right. week. Right. Um, yeah. So I think that I think got to catch up on White Lotus, you know. Right. So that's the right. Yes. So I think that has changed a bit, and I think that does affect the like we said the audience down the road a bit, but mm-hmm. not necessarily the week one. I mean, I could see this having a huge, huge opening. Especially the buzz seems to be pretty good too, which is cool. I think we mm-hmm. were also not that not that Cameron really misses much, um, but just the the kind of. Um, process of making this seems so um fraught in some ways mm-hmm. if anything was going to be bad that he ever made it was going to be avatar 2 so it's glad to hear that it's not well and i don't, I don't think that um i just i don't think anything has been real good in the marketing to this point like it and i understand part of that is weird marketing like the uh yeah there's like totally. an ultimate makeup collection and stuff <laughs> right yeah. right very very odd. And I understand too, like rendering 
is usually the last thing that gets done. Like they might be rendering this right this very second, you know, for, to push this out to theaters on Wednesday or whatever. Um, so I get some of that, but like, I didn't think the trailers were very good when we went to see this, when we would see this movie. Um, the, they did like a, you know, a five minute clip of, of the, the way of water afterwards. And I was like, not super impressed by it. It just, it felt kind of, I don't know if lame is the right word, but like just certainly not what I would have just gone. If that was going to be the five minutes that they chose, I would have just put together an extra long trailer or something and like built some, tried to build some energy instead. A lot of the posters have been pretty bad. I don't think the trailer is particularly good. It's, it's, um, they're definitely trying to sell you on this is an experience. And remember when you had the experience of avatar, we'll come back for more and you're going to be blown mm-hmm. away. And maybe we will be, I am not sold that, that that has been done particularly well at this point. Agreed. Agreed. Let's talk about the movie a little bit before we, we get out of here. Not that this is one that has been talked about a lot, but uh, we can talk a bit about um, some of the performances in here to start. Cause there's, um, this is a big, this was the big uh, Zoe Zaldana run um, where she, she really mm-hmm. emerges. This is, uh, as Natiri is someone I think we had seen before, but really, uh, I think she's the breakout star of this much more than Worthington. If there is a breakout star of this, um, sure. Sigourney Weaver, it's good to see her back. Random Giovanni Rabisi, his his um, his uh, resume continues to be one of the weirdest in terms of stuff that he does <laughs> ever. Um, <Yeah>. So, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, and wasn't it? I mean, it's crazy that. Um, wasn't Damon offered this? Uh, this is a different kind. Yeah, of... Yeah, you know this story yeah. with with the maybe in case the listener doesn't the Damon Jim Cameron called Damon and said, "Hey, I'm doing this movie. I want you to be the star of it," and offered him ten percent of the, the gross, uh, and he turned it down because he was still shooting. Uh, it was born. It would have been would have been born ultimatum. Yeah at least maybe supremacy too. Cause this took like four yeah. years to make from pre-production to, but at least ultimatum born ultimatum would have been, he would have had to skip it or they would have had to move it around or whatever. And, uh, Oof. so he, he turned it down. He turned down, you know, 300 million, probably $300 million yeah. or so, something like that. <laughs> I think he's doing okay. So, so uh, worked out. Yeah. He's probably fine. He's probably fine. He's got a steak and some Dunkin' Donuts, but, uh, yeah, uh, the but he also said that Jim was like, "Hey, man, I really, it's, it, I, I appreciate the integrity and all that stuff." Jim Cameron is such an interesting person in and of himself. Like, there are, I think this press tour has been way more of the, the douchebag side of Jim Cameron. But there's he, he, he can be a mayor, a John Mayor. Where sometimes, oh yeah, like, I don't know. Sometimes Total. some stuff about him is awesome, and some stuff you're just like, God, what a douche. Yeah. Uh, it's tough to, to figure out, but yeah. He's always... Yeah. This definitely is better with Damon. Not that you need a star or a face, especially when they get turned into a blue person immediately. Um, Sam Worthington's not super charismatic in blue face or, or not. One way it's or funny to see him doing the press of this, because didn't he like, have to sue to like be in this yeah, or something? Yeah, there was some weird stuff with like They were with going him. to just... I, basically use his motion capture from the first movie yes. right and just animate it it's, it's, for these right. to not pay him and i think he kind of had to bully his way back into these so now he's like out doing the like you know these were a huge part of this you know and all that and you're like uh, um which is pretty funny um but yeah zaldana is yes, a real it. even in blue face though her her charisma really comes through 
She's great. I heard though um, that uh, Worthington blew himself though. He did all his own. <laughs> just carry on a tape recorder, you know. Just uh, read these things, say these things out loud first. Oh, Tobias, um, you blow hard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean these are these are so the. the it's a it's a pretty interesting cast. It's like your classic James Cameron action movie cast. There's a lot of just mm-hmm. people intensely delivering like two lines um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the way through, yeah. which is which is kind of it's a real relic. This movie into a certain type, even though it's a complete world changer in terms of the sci-fi and everything, or pardon me, the mm-hmm. CGI and everything. But the actual bones of this are like such a classic '80s action movie. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I think that was the thing I was kind of frustrated by this go this go around when I watched it was like you spent you know uh, two years doing like creature design and engine like consulting with engineers and landscape architects and and uh, you know experts in all these fields to try to make all of this look right and good and it does like the world looks like a viable world, not just like an alien planet or whatever. It's, it, it achieves that so well. I've got it on in the background right now. And the, like the Panther creature Mm. thing is just popped up and it's like, God, that's so cool. looking. all these things are awesome. And you're just like, could you have spent like an extra half mil on the script to try to like punch it up a little bit? And, and, and look, we, we love the fast and furious movies. So it's, it's not like, um, we're demanding, Martin McDonough level dialogue and whatnot in, in action movies and stuff. I get that, that part of an action movie is to be kind of dumb and over the top and have stupid lines and whatnot. But like, even still you want to be like, but you don't have a great cast in some of these important roles. And as, and that's fine too. Cause again, you know, it's not like Vin Diesel is, is Daniel Day Lewis or something, but can you, can we just can we do something to put all these people in in a better position um, from a from a dialogue standpoint and and from not sounding super wooden and kind of cheesy and and all this sort of stuff? It just it's a, it's frustrating that there wasn't for all the attention to detail that is put into the world building and design and visuals and all that stuff. It's like we just have spent a little more focus on making like. Unobtainium's fine in the open in the original script when you're just like putting stuff to paper, but could we could we do something different than that for the, the it's not Absolutely. as cute as you think it is, Jim. Can we can we get something else here in this place? Could we could we make um you know Joel David Moore not sound like uh like he's an AI voice or something? I mean, like, can we just do something to make these little aspects a little bit better? Uh how dare you? Unatamium is one of the greatest <laughs> inventions in, in modern cinema. You, you know that when they're, you know somebody brought it up at some point. You Somebody said, hey, Jim, are we really going with an obtainium? And he says, look, that's a that's a classic science fiction thing. Like that's been used in, in books and, yeah. and, and film and whatnot for years and years. And, and people will love it. It'll be a nice little, a little inside joke that people will get. And no one got yeah. it. No one was like, oh, yeah, that was funny because it's delivered so poorly yeah. and with such like not humor, you know, that <laughs> you're just like, no, no, it just comes off as stupid and lame and lazy, too. And and there's a lot of things like that through, you know, just in the, the, the scripting and acting side of this, despite how good, like you said, uh, Zoe Saldana is great. Sigourney Weaver is pretty good in in the what she's given to 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 do at times. Stephen Lang, I think, is 
also like a little bit of a lost uh like a, a lost opportunity here because he's pretty he's pretty good as the menacing general guy but he doesn't get enough you don't get enough of him to really bring that out and instead i think he just kind of gets lost in the generic villain dialogue stuff and that's it's it's a little bit of it's a little bit disappointing because that could have been a really cool if not iconic villain and instead it's just like he's he's fine it's it's nothing um super spectacular that you're gonna you know write home about or whatever totally yeah absolutely and uh sigourney weaver same thing it's kind of a Mm-hmm. a waste of her bitch it's funny i i somehow didn't know i knew she was in the new ones and i remember a story about her playing a different character character years ago but i didn't realize she's playing their daughter in this one she, yeah i did just maybe like two days yeah. ago realized that or re was re-reminded Same. of that because this has been in this this news cycle has been going for like a literal decade and there are so many things that you know you you have forgotten <laughs> over the 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 many years of this uh this production or pre-production stuff yeah i mean it's been a, it's been been a journey that's for sure um there was like a little blowback towards the end of this theatrical run that this was not only kind of derivative in some ways but almost like plagiaristic in some of the 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 mm-hmm. plot uh points um before we kind of move on to grade this out what do you what do you have I thought that was a little overblown a bit. I mean, everything's kind of on that, but there was some, remember there was like that, that was like the big blowback mm-hmm. six months later. Yeah. Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas. Um, what was Malik's movie yeah. um, called? The new, a new world, a new world, the new world, yeah. something like that, which again is Pocahontas and whatnot. Um, yeah. Lots of, uh, lots of homage. I think if you're, if you're being generous or if you want to not be generous, uh, yeah, copying and or just full on rip off. Um, I think that that's ridiculous on many levels. I think that I think it's fair to point out the similarities between this and 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 all of those movies and and probably a dozen others. But then also you would say, but right, but like those movies are also very similar to themselves. It's just this is how these things work. There's no original stories left. It's 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 all um, <laughs> a, a take on something that has already been taken many times. And so you're going to have, you're going to have similarities. Now I, maybe it would be fair to say, and I do think that that controversy I think did cost it best picture Mm -hmm. and probably more Oscars because of how long the, the period was between, you know, like we, we gripe about it every year of like, why is there a three month Mm -hmm. (laughs) feels like three month period between Oscar nominations coming out and the actual ceremony. It, it, results in this you're just trying to be the least offensive of of the the group of of eight or ten movies or whatever that that's nominated um that doesn't draw any real real backlash it's not about whether you're really even the best or not Mm -hmm. um i think that that definitely played into that and now i would say i don't necessarily that's not necessarily something that i would subscribe to but i could see the argument of this movie is so derivative of these other movies. It is still a very good movie, but that precludes it from being the best movie of the year. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily how I would do things or vote things. And by the way, I think that Hurt Locker in the moment, I felt like Hurt Locker probably should have won like it did. Cause that's a, that was a great movie in 2009. I don't know that I've watched it mm-hmm. since, but so it's um, a, yeah. So it's- yeah. But in the moment I was like, yeah, it makes sense to me. Um, 
But anyway, if, if that was the, if that's your thinking when you're an Oscar voter in, in 2009 or 10 or whatever it was, then yeah, I kind of understand I'm going to hold that a bit against it from, from that standpoint, but that's not really, I think you're typically in the same boat as me. It's like, yes, these, there are always going to be similarities between these movies, these types of movies, because that's just kind of where we're at at mm-hmm. this point. We've seen hundreds of thousands of millions of films at this point. Sure. So it's going to happen some, um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's fair just to say, yes, this, to point the things out. I'm not sure that it's super fair to hold it, to hold that against the movie. Alrighty. Well, uh, let's, let's grade this out. I will, I'm going to change the format on this a bit. What was your, um, what was your grade coming out of it initially in the moment? And what's your grade 13 years later? If you remember, I'm sure you do. It's you. I do. Yeah. Um, cause I was, I think I was writing reviews at this point pretty, pretty consistently. Um, I'm pretty sure I was an A plus coming out first time. And then within maybe a week or two, it was like, I'm going to drop that to an A to an A minus kind of thing because I've, I think, I think I was suckered a little bit. Suckered is probably a strong word. I think I was overwhelmed by the experience of the movie, um, first time around. And then having seen it again and then also just having some more thought on it, I was, I kind of, I think I, I think I got ahead of the, um, the backlash, if I remember correctly, like maybe a week later. Eh, okay. It was a little bit lesser than, than what I had rated it previously. Um, so a plus down to like an a pretty, pretty quickly. I would put this at right now in this, the year of our Lord, 2022, I would say the experience is still an a plus. If you go to see this in the theater for the first time, like Coop did, it's still, it's an incredible experience. Movie wise, I would say strong B plus, low A minus, yeah. weak A minus, something like that. What about you? Where do you land? Right, right there. Do you remember what you where you were? I was at probably first an A coming out in the moment, and right where you are, B plus A minus. Now I haven't fallen that far. Okay, off. yeah, it's a movie that's fun to make fun of or easy to make fun of, and I think James Cameron hurt, helps or hurts, however you want to look at that, because he kind of like leans his chin out for you to punch him. I think pretty, pretty frequently. Um, in regards to this thing, there's a little bit of, of Paul Feig in him <laughs> on this kind sure. of stuff on his own movies. Um, but it is, it's an incredible achievement. It's, it's, it's hard to make fun of this from an experience standpoint, from an achievement standpoint, but is, but is also equally, I think easy to make fun of for like, why are, why are we doing this dialogue wise? What's going on with it? Why is Sam Worthington in this mm-hmm. movie? Like all these kinds of, of things. But I think it, I think it evens out to a, a solid, good movie, a B plus to a minus kind of movie. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for the new one. I really am. Um, same. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know if I'll be excited for the third one in two years, but the 13 years mm-hmm. helps. I'm excited to kind of go back in here and kind of maybe see. This was a movie that that it didn't really occur to me. Um, any kind of world. This was before everything you looked at and goes, well, this is successful. Obviously, this will be a cinematic universe. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't really watch it much with the context of more. And so I'm excited to see where, where they continue to build the world. What what uh, what nuances they add, new new you know groups and and 
drama and all the things that they pull out of this. I'm, I'm excited to see. Sure. I think the second one, if it sets that tone well, maybe will get me really excited for a third one of these and maybe a fourth and a fifth. Who knows? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cool, man. Well, this was fun. Always fun to talk these with you. Always fun to be with the VIPs and the MAM fam as well. Um, we've got a lot of good stuff coming in the next few weeks. We are about to be, it's a little calm before the storm um, right now. And then uh, we'll be cranking out, you know, episodes. Our release um, for you VIPs, our release structure might be a little different the next two months because we'll be doing more episodes. So, We'll have our traditional, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday episodes that come out, but don't be, you know, always check your feed. There'll be kind of random stuff popping off because they'll be, hey, you know what? Kent and I saw, you know, this. So let's do an episode on it real quick. It's going to be mm-hmm. nominated for something. And, and we kind of just um, ad hoc get reviews out as much as we can, especially in the VIP. So make sure you check your feed. It may not be as routine as normal, but there'll be more content, which is good. Right. Good way to put it. Cool. Next week's, uh, I'll do a little tease. Yeah. Next week's throwback is the Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, it Can't is. wait to talk about that with you. Tier um, one. And then Christmas we'll finish movie. out the year with There Will Be Blood. Oh, yeah. That's a fun one to talk so, about. Yeah. For, and first, last one, first throwback I'm an of 2023. Yeah. I'm doing the whole thing in that voice. Man, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I'm, I'm, really? I'm it holds up. I mean, I let all, you guys know I'm a big PTA nerd, but like that one holds up yeah. so much better than you think it will. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to rewatch that. First throwback of 2023 will be our last Denzel retrospective, and then in that episode, we'll announce what our uh, our 2023 retrospective is going to be. And I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool, awesome. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. And uh, good talking this with you. Go see Avatar if you haven't seen it, and uh, <laughs> and uh, go see a new one. Go see the new one, and we'll be here to review it. All right, man, fam. We'll see you soon. In Navi land. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I've got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're calling again. 